Yeah, they were like, I know she hot as a bitch with that jacket. <laughs> but I got I to gotta do what I got to do today because, yeah, we making shit work. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Smart Minds Good Times. Today I have a very special guest, Mia Money. Yo, y'all know what it is. Mia Money, hottest out 804. Yeah. Coming from Atlanta today, this weekend, right? Yes, y'all know I moved to Atlanta, so I'm back visiting. You know, I'm always back and forth. You, you got a busy day today. You got a show, right? Um, yeah, I got a show tonight. I'm booked for an event with Groundhog Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Is it's, it the one you're opening up with for Asian Dog? No, it's T-Row. T-Row. That one had got canceled because, I don't know, that's actually nothing I can really speak on because uh-huh. her tour got canceled. So Okay. Yeah. So you're originally from Jersey, right? Yeah, I was born in Jersey. I was raised down here uh-huh. since I was like one, back and forth, back and forth. And when did you move to Richmond? Um, When I was like one, yeah. I was okay. like one years old. And it was just back and forth, back and forth, because I got family. My, my, most of my family is in Jersey, so it was just a back and forth, back and forth thing. Okay. Did you have to get used to that? Um. Yeah, I mean, not really. I was just... Kids just going along with it, you yeah. know what I'm saying. What, so. what was your childhood life like? Like um, growing up, it was like <laughs> uh, it was cool. You know, I mean, it was just you know crazy. You know what I'm saying. A few things happened here and there. You know, it's a lot. You know, I'm writing a book on it. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying. So, yeah. What, what would you say like uh, something that happened in your childhood that like um, that really impacted you that you won't ever forget? Um, if you feel comfortable that sharing. impacted me that I went through when I was younger. Um, it depends. It's so much. Um, I would say probably the time my mom probably came and got us from school, mm-hmm. and we had to leave my dad, and we had to move away. And yeah. Was it? Was it? Was that uh, hard to go through? And yeah, because I was a daddy's girl, so I was like sad, whatever, whatever. Yeah. What about what about your teenage years? What was how 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 what type of like teenager were you? Were like the very popular girl, or were you like? No, I was more of like the do my own thing type of girl. Like I always was just doing my own thing. I was bad though. I wasn't bad bad, uh-huh. but I always was in trouble in school. Like I didn't. Nah, I was okay in school. I, I never failed or nothing. I had good grades. I graduated early, but I was always getting in trouble. I got kicked out of school, and. Shook back, you know what I'm saying? Went back yeah. to school, and then I just, you know, started really getting it together. But I still was, like, doing what I do in the streets. I was kind of like, I guess you'd say rebellious. Mm-hmm. I was on probation and stuff like that. So, Well, what school did you go to? I went to Brooklyn, then I went to Hermitage. I got kicked out of Herm. Then I went to Virginia Randolph. Okay. So when did you move to Atlanta? Um, probably like six, seven months ago. Six, seven months ago? Oh, so not too long ago. Yeah, this is a recent thing. I just, like, packed up and just swerved. Mm-hmm. Well, what would you say is, like, the biggest difference between Atlanta and Richmond? Um, it's a lot more going on, I could say that. Like, yeah. every day is something going on. Like, if you're saying that there's nothing to do out there, then you're just not working because it's something going on every day. Is it easier to network with people and find, like, the right opportunities out there? Um, yeah, it's so much going on, so it's so much easier to find people that are, like, doing what you're doing or, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's networking, trying to, you know, use each other for each other's platform and build each other up. So it's kind of like more support, kind of more like, you feel me, you give me a foot up, I give you a foot up type thing uh-huh. out there. So when did you first start rapping? 
Um, I just was rapping when I was like, I would say like, I don't know, 10. I always was rapping. It's kind of something I always was doing when I was young. Like, we used to play around and rap, like, on the school buses and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Or, you know, in the neighborhoods. That's just something we used to do. We used to play around with it. And I just, you know, was always just doing it. That's something I always did. And then people would be like, why don't you take it serious? You always rapping. And I just started rapping. Like, I just started doing that all the time. That was something I did. Everybody knew me as the girl that rapped. I think in one of the interviews you did with Dirty Glove Bastard, you said, like, your dad and your brother were always, like, rapping. Yeah, all my, not all my brothers, but I got two brothers that rap, and then, like, another brother that does, like, poetry rap type thing. But I got two brothers that rap, and they always, like, kind of took it serious, too. Who, who would you say, like, what, like, rappers did you listen to, like, growing up that, like, inspired you? Um, I really didn't have no inspirations. It was more of like something I just always did. But if I had to have an inspiration, it would be like G Herbo. Cause at the time, like uh-huh. I was listening to him and I was like freestyling, calling myself T Herbo. And like, yeah, he just was turning me up at the time. Uh-huh. That was my dog. <laughs> so what, what, when did you, f- like, when was your first performance you did? Like, um, my first performance, I can't remember the spot, but it was like somewhere downtown. I was scared. I was like, on some pussy shit. Huh. I was like, not feeling that shit. I ain't gonna lie. That was probably my worst performances. Yeah. Because I was stiff. I was like, mm, right. I didn't know what to do. But over time, like, I was performing back to back to back to back. And then I started moving around, learning how to run through the whole crowd and turn the crowd up, make everybody stand on their feet uh-huh. and engage with the audience. It was lit. Oh, uh, what's called? How many times do you think you performed ever, like, total? I have no clue. I don't even know. I've been Too performing many? so long for years. I know it's over 50 times. So, yeah, I've been performing since I was 18. I'm 23 now, and I've always been performing. What's, like, your favorite performance you've done, like, a certain venue or state you've been in that you were, like, this is, like, um, the best one? I say Kentucky, Louisville. Kentucky? Mm-hmm. How was yeah. that? They turned me up. They... Yeah, it was other places. It wasn't as filled as certain places like that turned me up because I had other litter, litter performances like that already turned me up. But it was just so genuine. Like it was different. It was a different vibe. Like the way they like was dancing. Like usually people turn me up. They just turn like you feel me. But yeah. it was a different vibe. They were actually like dancing, like twerking and doing other all this other shit. Like it was lit. I was fucking with them. It was, oh, yeah. it was cool. Like you know, so like in your from where you're from. Like, um, like, let's just say this, right? In your family, um, is there, like, does everybody sees you, like, as, like, the like the star of the family? Are you, like, the main man in the family? Main woman in the um, family? I don't try to look at it like that, but, like, I am the, the, you know, the one that's chasing the certain type of dream to be that. So, I, you could say that, but everybody kind of already knew since I was young, like something, this is something I always said I was gonna pursue. So it's just like now, like the ones in my family that didn't really believe, they're like, they like fully believe in it now. They like, yeah, we know you going, yeah, they always uh-huh. be like, yeah. Like my brothers, I got six brothers, seven brothers. They be like, yep, that's my sister, that's my sister. Like, so now it's like really in the family that they feel like I'm really gonna go up with this shit. What was it like growing up with like that many brothers? Like, were you, were you, did they toughen you up? Them. I didn't grow up with them. Oh, okay. So I grew up with only my brother and sister. Okay. And my other brothers, we kind of met at a certain age. I'd say like, we were about like nine maybe. Okay. We met them. 
Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah. um, you know, what what moment like when did like when was that one moment if like, you remember like like you were like damn this is really happening like shit starting to pick up like. Um, I always I don't know I always was confident that I was gonna do this like since I was young I was like. Like my teachers or uh-huh. my guidance counselor or my administrator be like, you need to stop doing what you're doing. You're going to go down da, 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 and not be this and that and the third. And I'd be like, don't matter. I'm going to be a rapper. Or they'd yeah. be like, your credit. Da, 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 da. I was dumb and young, but I was like, I don't care. I'm going to be a rapper. Like that was always my thing. Everywhere I went, I always was like, I'm a rapper. I'm a rapper. Like I would work somewhere. They'd be like, what do you do? Describe yourself. I'll be like, I'm a rapper. Everybody would laugh at me. I'd be like, y'all think I'm playing but I'm dead yeah. serious and then over time people just really started taking me serious like okay she really doing that shit like in school I used to say that all the time I'm gonna be a rapper so it really don't matter like I don't know what y'all talking about so I just kind of stuck to it so it's still grind it's still a process I'm still you feel me working towards the goal it's just now the work is starting to show yeah that's true you know yeah. um would you say since you're in Atlanta, would you say you get like more love here in Richmond or more in Atlanta? Like Um, I can get a lot of love in Richmond. I be I be acting like I don't get love from Richmond, but I do. It's a it's a just a different type of love. Like I don't get love like like if you watch look at my streams with music and stuff, mm-hmm. I get more love from other cities and other states. But when it comes to like just overall watching me or, you know, like turning me up, uh-huh. Richmond do be turning me up, even if I'm afar. But in Atlanta, they do show love, too, because it's like I go certain places and they be like, oh, I know you, that you're that girl, da 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 yeah. this and the third. So it's like kind of like, you know, I get love a little bit everywhere I go. It's kind of cool, you know what I'm saying? You know. I'm starting to get used to it now, so. Out in Atlanta, or just in general, ever since, like, you've been in the rap game, is there any other, like, cool people or other rappers you met? Um, Upcoming artists, you know. I know a lot of upcoming artists. Like, it's a lot of upcoming artists, big artists. I met... Like Blueface, I met Sada Baby recently. I met K Carbon. She cool. Yeah, she's I saw real that. cool. Um, upcoming artists, you know, all through the city. You know, K Stacks. I met Lil Ray. I met Nady. I met all the female artists, Tati, Latrice, all the female artists for real. It's a lot of female artists that's really doing their shit right now in the city. So I feel like the female, the females is gonna bust through the, you feel me, the mainstream yeah. shit. I mean, I know majority of the artists in the city. You know, the city ain't that big, so you know, I, I ran into mostly everybody already. Yeah, it's like, I'm sure you know uh, Chop and Rocky. Yeah, I met Chop. I haven't met Rocky yet. We was supposed to been meet. Like, we got mutual friends, so. But we have spoken. He always show love, you know, always yeah. show support. So I fuck with him, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, it's like they've came on this past month, so just being able to interact with all the uh, most of the rappers that are here in Richmond. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's a dope feeling for us, and like we get, uh, maybe the locals and us get to hear you guys out and yeah, share yeah. some of your stories. Yeah, yeah. with what you doing, you know, letting artists come to show, you know, their personalities, getting yeah. to know them and shit. You know, fuck with it. Yeah, you know what you talked about a little bit about the Richmond music scene, but like, what do you think about the Richmond music scene? Like, who are some of your favorite people? Or like, um, I fuck with the music scene now in Richmond. I could say like over the years, especially because I've been like really doing this for a little minute now. I feel like uh-huh. not a long, long time, but I always was like in tune with the music and performance. Like, as soon as I hit eighteen on my birthday, that was the first thing I did was go record a song and you know go do my thing with the music. So I could say now 
more people are taking it serious. I can uh -huh. see like now people are like believe actually believing in the city. Like it wasn't that much belief at first. It was like a certain crowd only like supporting the music scene at one point. Now it's more like everybody kind of like in tune now. Everybody's now like watching. And, you know the blogs are helping. You know yeah. the you know just people the interviews the podcast. You know every little thing like artists are now actually starting to work and show their craft. Like so. What do you think? It would take for Richmond in order to be like in Atlanta, New York, uh, Florida, like how everybody comes together and really makes it popping. I feel like it's on its way to doing it right now. I feel like everybody's starting to now show more love to each other and support to each other. People are now showing up to people music videos. Like people are now like, female artists. We locking in. Yeah. Everybody be showing love for real. Like now it's just more of just a taking it serious and working thing. You know, Richmond really is small. It's not like big opportunities but you know just putting on and working and using social media is just big like people are now like actually viral in richmond like outside of richmond richmond is really talked about in atlanta it's a lot of people from richmond it's so many people yeah. from richmond so richmond just keep putting on it's gonna go up it's already up for real for real like why do you think you i think i i heard your response on the dirty uh glove bastard interview but why did why do you think it's important why did you think it was important for you to leave the city to really pursue your goals? Um, I really just wanted to leave the city because, you know, I just feel like I'm never, I always said I'm not a Richmond artist. I'm for the world. Yeah. I'm not just here to be for Richmond. I'm here to be for the universe. Like, I want to be heard everywhere. I want to be seen everywhere. I feel like... I have good ideas, good business plans, like, and once I get everything organized, I feel like everything is going to be everything. Like, I just need to focus and everything I said I was going to do, I did it. Like, just like I said, move to Atlanta. I, yeah. I did that. Like, I said I was going to do a lot of things in that interview that I said I was going to do, and I did it. So it's like, just keep, got to keep going and manifesting and doing bigger things and I feel like in Richmond it's cool and all but uh -huh. it's not I have to, I, everything I did I left Richmond I went to do Dirty Glove Blaster I left to do DJ Scream I left to you feel me network in LA like I just be leaving because it's so much more out there like than Richmond and I love the city I'm always gonna come back but it's just so much more out there how can you yeah. beat that like when you get stuck here you kind of get stuck here like and it's like you leave, you're like, go. Oh, I ain't never even seen this before. Like, these are things I've never yeah. seen, like, my whole life. I want to see all those things. So, it's like, I just didn't want to stay here. I just knew already. I always said that since I was younger. I'm not going to stay here. I feel that. What What's something you like about Richmond and something you don't like about Richmond? What I like about Richmond, I could say, I like that Richmond's kind of like almost a dysfunctional family almost uh -huh. kind of everybody knows each other or everybody knows somebody that knows each other you know yeah. what i'm saying like so it's like pop out it's like the small city love you know what i'm saying yeah everybody love the small city love because everybody knows each other but it's just what i don't like it just be the fake love like it's you know everybody always like act like they fuck with you all hard and shit in person uh -huh. but they don't really be fucking with you for real or when you know and that's not everybody that's just a certain you know certain people but it's just so often in Richmond because it's so small like so you never know who know who so you know yeah uh-huh you know here in Richmond what's some of you like when you come in town what's some of the places you you really look forward to going it could be like your favorite restaurants clubs um, stores I love Manchus 
You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I'm always going to eat Manchus. That's my shit. Um, what else is good? Manchus is really my go-to. Like, I really don't have, like, like, if I'm really hungry and I know I want something good, I'm going to get some Manchus with some mumble sauce. And, yeah, that's what I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> Christians used to be my spot, but they just be slacking now. So Christians I, Pizza? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They used to be my go-to when I want some, little, you know what I'm saying, good pizza. But they be slacking now, so I don't know. You know, what's something they they don't have in Atlanta that they have out here? Like, do they have Wawa's and cookouts out in no, Atlanta? they don't have. They have cookout, but they don't have Wawa's. They uh-huh. have, like, Quick Trip and Racetrack uh-huh. and... What's it? K Circle. Yeah. yeah uh huh. Shit like that. Like we we got seats, Wawa's. You know what I'm saying? We got shells out here. We got shells out here. You know, ever since you started rapping, what's like, like a cool experience you've had? Uh, it, you know, just in general, like something like somebody asking for a picture or recognizing you for the first time, something like that. Um. It's just I don't know. It's all just the best experience for me. Just seeing how people react to my craft like I can't even I don't even know like I could say um I don't know man I don't even know I could say when I was at T.I. restaurant and I first met him that was a good experience for me who T.I. oh you met T.I. yeah you know in Atlanta it's kind of normal to meet T.I. so that's not a big deal out there you know it's like Go see T.I. at the restaurant anytime, like, so, oh. but for me, I was like, shit. Yeah. This is T.I., this is a legend, like, I watched him growing up, but, you know, I ain't doing all that. I don't even do all that with artists at all, so that was just a big difference for me. But when I performed there, you know what I'm saying, they did a little contest, whatever. Mm-hmm. They gave me 250. Someone else won, but they still gave me 250. Oh, that was fine. a good experience. But he was like, I want you to meet T.I., whatever. And when I met T.I., he was like, oh, yeah, my partner was already telling me about you. So that was, like, a good experience. Because I was like, oh, for real, that's crazy. And he was like, yeah, my partner was already telling me about you. I would like to see you perform here again one day. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that that was a good experience for me. That, that's a big feeling coming from somebody like T.I. Like, yeah. T.I. is a legend in the rap mm-hmm. game. Yeah, that, that turned me up. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Who's, like, one of your favorite artists? Like, it could be current, like, currently. I can say it's hard because, like, I like artists, but it'd be, like, more of so, like, I like a song or two about by them mm-hmm. or, like, so I would say, like, my favorite artists would be, like, that music I could listen to consistently from them would be, like, Dirk or NBA Youngboy. Cause, okay, and yeah. not even the new NBA Youngboy. It's, like, I be listening to old music still because the new music don't be touching me no more, yeah. like, how it used to. You feel me? So NBA Youngboy from 20... 20- 16 to 2020 was undefeated. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it just, I don't listen to this new shit for real, but this old shit can't beat it. What about from your music? What's like your favorite song you've made so far? My favorite song I've made, I say, it's so much, I got so much unreleased music. So it's like, it's hard to even say. Uh-huh. But I could say my favorite song on my new album, well, my mixtape that's coming soon. Oh, yeah. I could say my favorite song on that would be What I'm About. So y'all tune in. The out the mixtape is called What I'm About. So y'all just gotta tune in. When do you think that's dropping? It's probably I was trying to drop it, you know, before the end of the year. Well, before the new year. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna probably be like December. You know, is are uh, I I I I didn't um see this, but are you currently signed to a label or are you independent right now? I'm independent. Uh, how's it like being an independent artist? Um, it's cool, you know what I'm saying? Like you just gotta learn how to be everything uh-huh. and learn how to like really 
be that other person that you need. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like I be having to break my mind up into like seven different people, like the marketer, the manager, the you feel me, the scheduler, you feel me, the stylist. And that's only on certain occasions because, you know, sometimes I just, you know, throw something quick on. But, like, certain shit, you know, I really like, all right, let me dress up for real. You know, like, shit like that, just lining shit up. It just be a lot sometimes. But I just want to be with a team that I trust and build with a team that I know is going to be right for me. So I'm patiently waiting, and I'm good on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, um, when you go about making your songs, how do you write them? Is it like you... Notepad and pencil, freestyle. Yeah, I write. I want to get into freestyling because, like, in Atlanta, that's something everybody do. Like, if you go to Atlanta, like, it's rare you're going to see somebody going there and write something. They mainly going to go in freestyle and punching in. So I've been saying I want to try, but that's something, like, I want to practice on my own. I'm actually learning, like, how to record myself. I've been, like, in the studio paying attention and stuff lately. So, yeah. On Atlanta, you, do you have, like, a go-to studio you go to? Um... Not necessarily yet. I have a studio in my crib, so oh, you I do? just, yeah. How often are you, like, recording music? Um, Not as often as I want to be, but I'll say, like, every few weeks, I could say. Every few weeks. Just go in there and make a song or two? Yeah, it's just, like, I just be waiting really for beats. Like, I have a personal person, like, who be really giving me beats and stuff, so I be waiting for beats or, you know, like, They'll send me beats, or if I have features with certain people, I just be waiting to get in the studio with them so we can catch that vibe. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, like let's just say like three, five years from now, like, what do you see like your career being at? Where Where do you want it to be? Um, I see myself on tours, and um, I'm gonna be basically probably, you know, on a billboard. Music gonna be playing in movies, TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm going to be wealthy, like starting my legacy. Not starting, but continuing my legacy. Hopefully before that, it's going to already be some big shit, but it's going to be a continuance of my legacy. I'm already knowing I'm going to be doing something big, winning some type of reward, putting on for something, hopefully open up something, because I'm trying to start getting into business too. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you weren't rapping right now, like what business would you want to start doing? Um, I would say real estate. Real estate. Yeah. Have you ever thought about going into it like, uh, oh, no, I'm actually it? still going to do it. Oh, really? That's something I'm going to get into, yes. That's what I've been, like, actually, like, looking into recently. Trying to, like, you know, get some insight on that and educate myself on that. You know, growing up, did you, um, like, let's say once you were younger, before you really knew you wanted to be a rapper, uh, what did you think you were going to be, like, a firefighter, astronaut? No. I thought I was going to be a daycare owner. I always knew I was going to be an owner of something. Mm-hmm. And I was not going to be a daycare owner. This is what it was going to be. I, I knew I was going to be a rapper and a daycare. I was going to so be a rapper, blow up, and open up daycares. That was the goal. Do you like working with kids? Yeah, I used to really love working with kids when I was younger. Like, as I got older, I still like working with kids. It's just huh. when I'm in my wheelchair. Yeah. I like working with kids, but I don't want to be the one working with kids because I don't want to be the one chasing kids down in my wheelchair and something crazy happen. Uh-huh. But I still want to pursue opening up daycares and, like, Boys and Girls Club. But I just always wanted to turn them up. Like, actually had, like, studios in there, teachers in there, like, karate and basketball, stuff like that. Like, so those are things that, like, I've always wanted to do when I get big, whatever. I want to do stuff that's going to actually give back and help. Yeah. You know, who are some rappers, like, you eventually want to work with, like, like, Drake or somebody, like, you want to have someone? so many. I don't even have, like, a big, big artist on 
But I always said I wanted to work with Lil Baby or I always wanted to work with, like, Dirt, of course. But it's plenty of artists I want to work with. So it's yeah. like, it's a whole list. Female-wise, um, I want to work with Cardi B and, like, Lotto. Yeah. They'll be a good, like, yeah, they'll be a good. Like, what do you think you'd have to do in order to, like, be able to link with them? Um, I'm just going to wait my turn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that is going to happen like i mean i'm going to have my moment i already know i'm going to have my moment so it's like when my moment come that's when that time will come whether if i get the bread first and pay it out or oh. whether you know they just want to collab like yeah but sexy bread you know we got to lock in for show sure cuz that's you know that's the twin right there yeah. everybody's saying i look like her you know what i'm saying so <laughs> i'm going to have to lock in with her you know what's something like that most people don't really know like about the music business, like something that happens behind the scenes that most people don't really know? Uh, a lot of people don't know you have to put a lot of your own money into it. And a lot of people don't know that you have to actually understand that this is a business. People think you can just make a song and say you're a rapper and that's uh -huh. it and perform and that's it. No, you have to actually get the business side straight. You have to actually make sure you educate yourself on the business because that's how a lot of artists get screwed over in the end. There's so many artists that are known, famous, and just broke. Like, yeah. And that's only because they didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when I worked with Kate Carbon, she was telling me, like, be careful, this and the third, uh-uh, like, and I was like, and I appreciate that shit. And a lot of shit she was telling me, I already knew, but it was, like, still, like, the fact that you telling me, a lot of people not going to tell you, like, yeah. and that's just facts. A lot of people will let you do whatever, 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 and take advantage. So. You know, would you ever consider signing a deal if, like, a record label hit you up with a decent offer? I would. I will sign, but it has to be just a real decent offer. It has to um, be really, like, something that's going to benefit me in the beginning and the end. It has to make sense all the way. You know, what's, like, the biggest lesson, like, you've learned? And it doesn't have to be in the rap game. It could be in your life. The biggest lesson I learned is don't believe everybody have the same heart as you because that's something I always had a problem with because I'm, I become in, and not expecting the worst from people, but mm. sometimes you gotta, even because you won't expect it, they can come off the first vibe, be cool, or you know what I'm saying? You think you know somebody over the years, or but you never really know somebody. So now I just really don't put nothing behind nobody. And I just always, you know, put myself first. Like I always put my first, myself first. I don't like really depend on nobody. I understand like I'm really all I'm, I need. It's cool to have, you know, people that you close with and stuff, yeah. but. I can't, you feel me, expect nobody for nothing. Like, I just expect you to come as you are. Other than that, I don't really expect nothing from nobody. I think that uh, just makes everything more peaceful in your life? And yeah, because it just showed me, like, who I need to really take serious in my life. Because when you don't expect nothing, people just do whatever, whatever. It's like, oh, I didn't even expect that. You know what I'm saying? But as genuine as you do it. I don't need nothing from nobody, though. I don't expect nothing from nobody. You know, what advice would you have for, like, maybe other upcoming artists that uh, want to be performing shows or want to be in a position that you're near in, you know what I'm saying? I would say just keep grinding. Like, keep putting yourself out there. When you're going to shows, don't go to shows and just go and perform and leave. Go network. Go meet people. Like, you never know. You might meet your most biggest fans from the beginning to the end, even though that's one person. One person puts you on with the next person the next person. So it's like, just keep grinding. Keep going hard. Keep Go actually put yourself out there. People don't be trying to put themselves out there when that's all you really need to do. Just put yourself out there. You know, uh, coming down to the last, like, two things, I don't want to take up too too much of your time. Uh, but 
Quick, this is like the only question I do this for everybody. Oh. I think it's going <laughs> Bitch, you know I don't play about them bees. You know I don't play. All right, so, yeah. Take two. Okay. <laughs> I'll cut that out. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I ask this to most people, like, the only question that's regarding off-topic, but who's, like, your celebrity crush? Celebrity crush? Yeah. I used to have celebrity crush. Lil Baby used to be my celebrity crush. Uh -huh. But now he just, he's just too much in the media for me. Okay. And I ain't believe in the media. It's just, you know, all that cheating and stuff was cool and all, but I ain't with that no more. Yeah. I ain't, you know, I had to put my... You know, shoes on and stand on shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That relationship is done. <laughs> I don't have celebrity crushes no more, though. That's yeah. just, I'm in the real world now. You know what I'm saying? That was my only celebrity crush, for real. You know, you're the first female rapper we've had on. Actually, the first female we've had on podcast. But, like, what's, like, something that, um... Oh, how you doing? <laughs> Not too bad. How you doing? <laughs> but, uh, like, what's it like for like female rappers in the industry like what's something they have to deal with that um like guys don't really have to deal with actually getting people to take them serious because yeah. i mean like engineers will be lazy or sometimes like i don't know like you know yeah that's just really what it is even videographers like certain people just really won't take you serious and then see you go up and they want to take you serious and it's like it don't work like that yeah <laughs> So it's just mainly be like that, but that's mainly everybody. But with females, it's different because I feel like I like when guys, people just you know, I don't know, not be scared, but they don't be wanting to play with a nigga. Like you know what yeah. I'm saying? Versus a female, you come, they be like, all right, whatever, whatever. So what, what like advice would you give to like another female rapper like that you picked up? Um, find a producer, find an engineer that you actually rock with that's gonna get your voice right mm -hmm. and. You know, actually mix down your music the way that it's supposed to be mixed and lock in. You yeah. know, stay locked in. Make sure you give them their points and lock in. You know, last question, but if you could give the message to the world in all years, what would it be? Um, always stay true to yourself. Like, that's mainly the biggest important thing to life because mm -hmm. people always want you to adjust and fit certain agendas and everybody want to be the same and match each other when it's only one you in this world so it's like why not be you, you yeah know what i'm saying well so. Mia, i appreciate you a lot for coming on it's you know what it is thank you for having me you know what i'm saying i appreciate it it was a pleasure um but i wish you good luck at your show tonight uh thank you. where's the show at um it's on jank bro at i can't remember the club it's like nine three ninety five or something like that restaurant i don't know but it's um i'm opening up for t-roll so mm -hmm. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Well, I wish you all the best tonight. Uh, have fun, but thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you. Y'all have a good one. Thank Th you for having me. Thank you guys for watching. Later.